0: Welcome to Grab'em by the Songs, the podcast. My name is Kim Lembo, and I'm a Bay Area songwriter and musician. This podcast was created collectively as a way to bring forth some of the most powerful women songwriters around. We wanted to give women a platform to tell our stories about life, creativity, and the journey into music as a language. Our goal is to encourage creative women to share the stories about the songs that inspire us all. On today's show, we'll be speaking with electronica and jazz soul composer and vocalist, Eki Shola. I'm going to read you a bit of her bio off of her website, ekishola.com. Born in London and given a Nigerian name by Jamaican parents, we later emigrated to New York in the late 1980s. I feel that Jamaica is my cultural roots. London, the place where I remember my childhood memories, and New York City, the place that offered amazing life adventures. My passions are music and writing, and I feel fortunate to be doing both. As a solo artist, I composed, produced, and released my debut album, Final Beginning, on August twentieth, 2016. The album is a musical journey that fuses electronica, jazz soul, and classical. I'm currently writing and producing a second album that fuses Chill Hop, Jazz Funk, and Lush Vocals. Welcome to Grab'em by the Songs. My name is Kim Lembo, uh, and I'm sitting here with the phenomenal, lovely, I'm super excited to introduce Eki Shola to oh. the show. Thank Welcome, Thank you. Eki. It's good to be here. <laughs> it's uh-huh. really nice to meet you. Um, meet you here, although we have e- met. We
1: have met, yeah. We
0: played a show together last year. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how that came to be. I can't quite remember how what the circumstances it were. It was, was Facebook. It was Facebook. Somebody you told out. me. That's right. Somebody mentioned that uh, you were wonderful and said Aww, check her out. Oh
1: sweet. Yeah.
0: It was a good lineup. It was a Emily really Zusmann and That's you exactly that
1: was good.
0: Yeah. Um, I was excited to to really dig in and listen to your album. Um which I love the the title of the uh, album that came out is called yeah. Final Beginning. Thank you. Um, what year did that yeah. come out? It was August twentieth, two thousand and sixteen.
1: Okay, and I great. did it on that date because that was the date uh, my mom's birthday. That was oh, mm-hmm.
0: awesome! Yeah, I love the title. Thank you. Um, yeah. Do you want to you want to talk about it. that title?
1: Yeah, sure. It's kind of um. So this album really came out sort of from a, a place of healing. Mm. And, um, you know, we always played instruments growing up. We, we had to. Um, we had to play the piano. And it was me, my brother and sister. Our, both of our parents were musicians. And um, so music was all um, surrounding us, whether it was classical, um, reggae music, rock, pop. And then, you know, we continued through school, and then in college is when I first uh, discovered jazz, mm. and that kind of just blew my mind, and I remember going to the interview, uh, for, the, excuse me, the audition for the jazz ensemble, and I sat at the piano, I looked at the paper, I couldn't read a note because of the jazz, you know, the notation is different, and I just pretty much played by ear, and I didn't get the piano part, but I got to play vibes, so... Um, <laughs> It was it was amazing. Um, but it kind of blew my mind. And um, yeah, so that was that was uh, doing undergrad. And then
0: Can I, uh, may I ask sure. you, like, um, when you say that you discovered jazz, right, assuming ensemble was maybe right. first, at least uh, educationally, the first right. sort of step in. But can you remember the first? Yeah. What was the first piece of jazz that you heard that had nothing to do with school, that actually spoke to you? Do you remember who it was? Oh my gosh, that's a good question. Um,
1: that's a very good question. I'm terrible at names of songs, but okay. I do remember an album my dad gave me of uh, Mary Lou Williams. Mm-hmm. And it may have been the Zodiac, I think is what it's called. And that was probably in the around college time era. And her playing was just this intricate. Oh gosh, she's all over the keyboard, and it's so melodic and 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 complex, and you can hear some kind of classical underpinnings. And um, that um, that album, her her albums were very uh, instrumental in kind of opening my world. You know, I I tried to you know I tried to listen to Miles Davis at that time. I didn't get it. So I put it down, mm. and uh, herbie Hancock, I didn't get it either. Um, but a month or so, guys started playing it again. I'm like, God, they're geniuses <laughs> So I'm playing catch up and mm-hmm. learning um truthfully about about the greats and um just realizing how um how they were instrumental, like you know herbie Hancock and electronica and jazz and miles with this funk undertones and jazz, so kind of yeah. Getting back into it and relearning.
0: Well, I hear Rips. that all. I mean, I yeah. need uh, all these notes, these right. um, these song notes because yeah. what I heard in I'm um, a huge like Coltrane. um I love Supreme. Is like wow. probably my top favorite uh-huh. album ever. Wow. Anywhere. Yeah. Um, like you great. know, I sang blues, but I yeah. really am very drawn to uh, some jazz. I'm right. really super drawn to. Um, But I hear, first of all, I don't hear a lot of women approaching Mm. jazz the way you're approaching it. Mm. Um, And that could be ignorance on my part because I don't, I haven't gone through catalogs and catalogs. But you have this beautiful approach that to me brought out, like that first song, um, Fractured, um, Fractioned, uh, has a little culturing going on in it to oh, me right yeah. um influences right yeah, yeah. and then moving toward um you know fentanyl which almost has mm-hmm. a pop thing and then mm-hmm. crazed which um uh to me had a little bit of sunra mm-hmm. happening and then yeah. classical prayer to me had yeah. nina simone i could go oh on my and gosh. so i'm hearing all Big these different <laughs> yeah like yeah. i'm just hearing all these different yeah. flavors right. of uh of jazz is just mm. so moving, and then bring in a little trip hop and right. you know right. this electronica thing going on. It's just <laughs> so unique. I yeah. really, really digging on it. Um, it. And I'm just curious, like uh, yeah. how you, as you're bringing all these different influences in, right. and right. you know, as we're as we we um, become more seasoned as artists, mm. you know, we're listening to different different things exactly. and maybe revisiting those things and hearing yes. different pieces than we would have the first right. time we listened. So, right, um, right. Is, like, what's moving you these days? Sure, what's, sure.
1: What's pushing um, you? First, I didn't answer the first question you asked me, which is ah. the title, Final yes. Beginning. Um, so, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> so it, it really, so that title reflects that, for me, life is always beginning, mm. um, even when there's an end, um, a death, um, grieving. Um, out of that comes rebirth. So, you know, this this, this cycle, it, it's a cycle. And um, when, um, so I'll just backtrack. So after college, uh, I went to medical school and that's when I started to get into uh, electronica. So at the time I was using Fruity Loops, which my younger brother uh, got me hooked into, just making beats and, and pads and and, and melodies on the, uh, computer software. And, um, around 2002 was when I got the CD. I was going to London. It was like one of you know, the little airport stand where they have the books and the, the world music or international music section. And it was a three CD compilation album, uh, Ibiza, the history of chill out. And I was just sucked in right there and then. Um, I'd never heard this kind of chill out, loungy, trippy music before. And uh, that just hooked me. And um, so then it was that period of electronica and then I went to to medical uh, residency afterwards and you don't have any time to yourself. So music just kind of fell to the wayside. Um, But then fast forward now to about uh, 2010 I was working. As a physician in you know, Santa Rosa, just had my my second daughter, my second child, a daughter, and two weeks after that, we found out that my mom was ill with cancer, and uh, flew back to be with her, and uh, that was probably the most precious six months that we had with her, um, and I feel very fortunate that we were able to be. With her during that time. Uh, She passed in, I think it was January of 2012. And I remember we were at the home that we grew up in in Long Island. We were planning her memorial. My father, my two siblings, and I. And we just couldn't take it anymore, you know, just couldn't take it. We went upstairs to my bedroom, my old childhood bedroom, and I was on the keyboard. My brother had his double bass. My dad had some hand percussions and my sister had her violin. And we jammed probably for like two hours, three hours straight. All this outrush of emotion and love and pain and sorrow and anger all just came out. And it was incredibly um, therapeutic. And that was a moment um, that music changed for me. It was a switch. Um, It went from okay, I have to practice this. I know I'm supposed to practice this. And, you know, to then this is something I have to do. And I didn't know how I was going to do it or where it was going to go, um, but I need to do it. And so I got a keyboard, started with a Korg workstation. You can lay your own tracks down and mix and everything like that. And I just started playing around with it. Probably took me a couple of weeks just to figure out how to turn the bloody thing on. It's, <laughs> it's complicated for me. Um... But I just started noodling on it. And then, you know, I did a song on it. And, you know, I thought it sounded awesome. It's like, this is it, you know. And you play it back a week later. It's like, oh, crap, <laughs> you know. It's like, okay, I got to teach myself here. And um, fast forward to about 2015, um, I had some songs made. And I was terrified of performing. I'm like, well... I want to share my music, but um, I did terrible stage fright, and never mind singing—that wasn't even a thought. I wasn't even going to think about singing.
0: So you, yeah. So so when you're when you were um, this moment that happened, yeah, in 2012, right? Um, you uh, you were just at that point playing, and hadn't had you not been a singer prior to that?
1: Never. Ever. Are you serious? No.
0: I just want to acknowledge, yeah, first of all, what an incredibly Soulful, beautiful voice. Thank you. You have. And that wasn't my way into you. My way into you was Mm -hmm. your album, which is mostly uh, instrumental. Correct. Right. Of weariness and no joy.
1: Allows, we'll meet.
0: You have an incredible voice, did you not Thank sing you. as a child? No, I Ever? mean,
1: just maybe me around the house. But the only reason why I sang, Kim, is wow. because I would do open mics and in the beginning of the shows, and people would come up and say, Do you sing? I'm like, No. And they're like, Well, you should. I'm like, why are you telling me you should? I mean, you know. And then I, I took a, a course, a vocal group course um, with this woman, and it was probably like eight sessions. I don't think I had the courage to sing until more than halfway through. And then I was like, oh, I think I might
0: like this. <laughs> Have you had a moment? Um, clearly academia yeah. is, is, I mean, you're a, a physician. What, yeah. what kind of doctor? Internal medicine. It's like primary care. Mm-hmm. I'll call you later. Just <laughs> um, what, uh, so you know clearly, academia yeah. is a way of you engaging mm. what you do. You come in through your brain, right? Right, right. and then somewhere right. along the line, it hits yes. your body. Yes, is that yeah a great way to put it? Sure. Has uh, Has singing hit your body?
1: This is just the
0: beginning.
1: Fascinating. <laughs> I mean, I mean, talk about the ultimate expression. I mean, I thought before that it was the piano, right? But the voice, um, it's just a resonance of all those feelings. It can be, if you let it,
0: Exactly. You get
1: rid of that fear, you let it come through. Exactly. Um, But, and it unites. And when you sing... um, you know, I have albums um, where, you know, people are singing, I think their are words that are not even any language, just made up. But the tone, the depth, the soul, the feeling just sucks you right in. Yeah. And that's the, the the power of the of the It's voice. that ancient
0: thing, right? It's yeah. that, like, yeah. it's our ancestors upon ancestors upon right. ancestors passing down this, like, yeah. um, uh, this... Pr- Prayer, for lack Mm -hmm. of a better way, this Mm -hmm. prayer of what we're able to do with our bodies. That's right, you know. Before the other stuff came in, exactly our own natural instrument. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm excited Uh, to hear you sing more. (laughs) Maybe we'll get her to sing today. I don't know. (laughs) She's hesitant, but maybe Uh, we have it all set up back here in this beautiful studio uh, in Oakland that we're in. (laughs) No pressure. No, I swear, no pressure. (laughs) Um, Actually, you just sort of answered the question because here was... I'm going to give you what my question was, right? Are (laughs) you you reading that from here? Like, um, I loved our show together, which is for real. I just... Mm. It was... um, it's hard to bring eclectic uh, voices together in that right. setting. The right. show I'm referencing is Grab'em by the Songs, mm. the songwriting series, which now happens at the Ivy Room out in Albany, Yay. California, uh, fourth Wednesdays of the month. And Eki came last year, as we yeah. mentioned, with Emily Zisman. Mm. And um, you know, bringing in a pianist, yeah. period, is different because right. it's often just acoustic guitars or sure. guitar players um and i just thought it was such a beautiful integration of different sounds mm-hmm. um but my and my curiosity was like when you are um, i'm definitely on a journey when i'm listening to you i'm uh, 100% on a journey yeah do you approach uh-huh. what you're composing as uh-huh. a composer would you say or right. are you approaching more as a songwriter right. and singer now right. as we're talking about singing right. becoming more of an right. integration for you or That's you're integrating a, it
1: more. Yeah, it's a great question. Um it depends because for me internally the process is a little different um if I am going to approach it um more from a lyrical standpoint. But usually the bottom line, you know, starts with that feeling. Mm. It's that feeling. And um I always kind of start with sort of the pads which gives you sort of that lush landscape, like as if you're drawing a picture, right? You kind of prep your background, and my background is these warm red-orange pads, some strings, and then you put in the base, which kind of adds your, your, your punctuation to the picture. Sure. And uh, then now uh, you've got to jazz up that photo, that painting that you're doing, and add some rhythm and some texture. And that's where the beats come in. And I love making beats. Um, That's, you know, the rhythm is what really drives me uh, in a song. And then, you know, just tying it together with a little bit of sound effects or um, something unusual that you wouldn't necessarily hear. Um, But I I, I like, or I try to kind of create layers uh, within a song so that I can create a space for the listener and whether that space is to sit in peace and and just be in the present or a space to be inspired or or a space to just chill out that kind of my intention
0: Hmm. when i'm creating a lot of my songs do you are you layering as you're creating in your head like as you say uh, it's like you're painting a picture but do you do you understand what do you have a uh, in, do you have an understanding of what you want the yeah. end of that yeah. photo to look like, or does that first uh, drawing the landscape yeah. is that what's giving you the next thing? Is so, that what? Ah, yeah, sometimes
1: I wish I knew what the final product was, that. and then I could go backwards. But usually, no. Yeah, and I mean, the ultimate would be you have it in your head, your head. You know, you know what it sounds like a word. What that essence is. And for it to just flow right out through your fingertips, (laughs) I need to, I I want that connectivity more. (laughs) But, you know, sometimes it's just starting off with um, a baseline Hmm. and then you leave it alone for a few days because you don't know what to do with it. And one thing my brother always used to teach me, don't ever delete any parts of your songs. You know, you never know when it's going to work for you in the future. And then you come back to it.
0: Oh years but, later sometimes. Right? Yeah. Oh, exactly. Of course. Of course. <laughs> I've had lyrics or you know maybe just yeah, a line really yeah. hanging around right. over here for 5 yeah. years and suddenly that line comes back right. and it's like oh right that. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. So but um
1: yeah it's 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 the feeling is what predominates before the music comes out. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I think I I think I have a similar it yeah. depends. Sometimes right. it just comes out in one fell swoop. Right. I mean, I'm doing very lyric-oriented, right. you know, My um, and sometimes it's the poetry comes first, that right? And it. then yeah. that's yes. the the feeling is going to match uh-huh. the words, right? right? And then sometimes it's just a lick on the guitar, or a, a A movement on the guitar that triggers me Right That matches my mood Mm -hmm. And triggers me Mm. If Audrey Howard Our fabulous engineer (laughs) And Sunday soon Will be on mic Asking questions as well But I I would love her opinion on this I'll be your Andy on the couch (laughs) (laughs) My Audrey on the couch I have an Audrey on the couch We have an Audrey on the couch (laughs) Yes. Um, okay, good. <laughs> um, so in ad- in addition to kind of being an all-around musician, I mm. saw that um, I didn't realize that you're a DJ as well, or at least you're doing some shows as I, a DJ.
1: I am. Awesome. Um, <laughs> Grab them um, by the beats.
0: <laughs> coming soon.
1: <laughs> I'm laughing because um, I I did a gig, and I never DJed before, but um, so I was kind of nervous, but... For the last few months, I've been fantasizing about doing DJing. So I had been sort of cultivating and writing pieces that were more suitable for for a live uh, show. So when the opportunity presented, it was just like, oh, okay. Oh, I've got the works. Let me do it. And it's fun. Yeah. Tell me <laughs> yeah. more. Tell- so, I mean, I'm, you know, those pieces are more uptempo. Mm-hmm. And which is a little change from sort of the other mellower... Um, pieces uh, that I have so that that's the fun aspect and you know one of my dreams be to just play f- you know for a festival or an event and just have everyone kind of swaying and moving and dancing I mean that would be c- complete uh, bliss for me um, so yeah it's fun and and just trying new things I mean there's yeah, there's there's so much that's going on there's this group called Balanced Breakfast um, mm-hmm. that's held uh, throughout the country and they're starting to go internationally and it's a monthly meeting of anyone who loves music um whether you're you just listen to it or you produce, write, sound engineer or we get together, talk about a certain topic, network, collaborate but it's opened my eyes to um just so many. There's so many. There's so many options out there in music, and what people are doing. Uh, yeah, yesterday I did a show with Kay Ashley, singer, songwriter, guitarist. Great. And I don't know what she was doing on that guitar, but her piece called "Guitar Solo." She was making it sound like a trio of guitars. I don't know how I don't play guitar, guitar, but um, it was just this beautiful harmony, and um, yeah, I just love.
0: I forget what the inversion question was, but doesn't even matter. This doesn't is matter. amazing. Okay, well, but, but I, the balance, breakfast, the balance thing, breakfast. Just to say, yeah. it's an industry meetup, but it's right. been a really—I've um, only been to a few meetings, but uh-huh. I follow it very, very closely. You do, yeah, online, right? I'm, uh, very interactive with it, right? Right. Yes,
1: and I have to say, um, with the balance breakfast. Well, first of all, I'm I'm up north, uh, North Bay area.
0: Oh, the, yeah. I want to talk yes, about that, too.
1: Sure. And um, the music community has been, oh, my God, completely supportive. And the level, I don't know, I assumed that the, the music industry would be very cut for, throat before I started all this. And it's been nothing of the sort. And I really do appreciate that. And so, so many opportunities have come out of Balanced Breakfast and playing open mics locally. Opportunities like meeting you through Facebook. Uh, It's just incredible
0: network. I'm finding that, um, I mean, I've been in the, uh, literally in the music business for, you know, 28 years or so. Um, Because I spent a good chunk of the nine, uh, you know, all of the 90s actually and into the 2000s dealing with a a label and being signed. Right. And I have to say, in a way, as hard as it is for all of us to, kind of figure out the financial end mm-hmm. of this right like mm-hmm. how do we how do we commodify without selling out that's right, right? exactly how do we, how do we exactly. get paid um for our effort right. efforts without feeling as though we're right more hornet to the man yep right yep but getting the labels out of the way right in a way has allowed mm. us to now be together mm-hmm. and figure out our own systems mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. um community mm-hmm. and uh you know, we're we're all kind of creating platforms for each right. other. I, I'm seeing a lot more of that. So I would agree 100% sure. that it doesn't feel cutthroat. Right. It used to feel more cutthroat. Did it really? Oh, yeah. I mean, back in the day, it was like, right. I remember doing blues festivals where right. they would be like, okay, we're going to hire, you know, I've talked about this on, yeah. on the air as well mm-hmm. before, but we're going to hire, who's the, the woman we're going to hire? What girl act okay. in the sea of male acts right. are we going to hire, you know? And right, was, right. And so women were much more competitive with each other Got because it. we were getting more kernels. We weren't getting right, right. real opportunities. I think mm. what has changed in at least... Part of what I'm trying to do Mm. in my little corner of the world Mm. is to create more opportunities for us to just collaborate with each other, exactly. Be on stage with each other. I do not want to compete. Right. I do not want to compete. And for me, in for me, what is such a deeply spiritual, intimate, and personal place, which is music. Right. I have no desire whatsoever to compete there. Mm
1: Hmm. Mm Hmm. Mm Hmm.
0: Um, so I, I feel like yeah. part of it is that we've gotten the industry. Right. We're shifting the industry right. in we, real time. We are. We, have we, a, we just need to economy. figure out how to make money at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make it
1: sustainable.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's, yeah. That's the well, um, part. Well, I do want to talk about, yeah. and, and and just, I had asked you mm-hmm. how you felt about talking about the subject. Mm-hmm. Um, we had some, we had terrible, California has gone through Especially in the last four or five years, um, a serious drought, very serious drought, mm. and we had uh, the worst wild fi- uh, wildfires. I hate mm. to even call them. Uh, I, I I even have this picture in my head of wildfires mm. being like burning off in the brush somewhere. Mm. But um, these fires came into town and took down. Oh yeah, neighborhood after neighborhood oh, yeah. in both Northern California and Southern and California. Southern, right, and right. you lost your home. I did. I did.
1: We had um, was, we'd just gotten back from the Hardly Strictly Bluegrass Festival, like, I think it was yeah, October 8th that night. And uh, it came home and everything was fine, you yeah. know, went to bed around 8, 9. And um, then our kids were restless and came into our room, which is not usually the norm for them. And we noticed that the sky was real red. And uh, I was like, okay pretty sky. I was going to take a picture and put it on Facebook. And, you know, so I was like, you yeah, know, go back to bed, try to sleep. And the room was feeling a little warm, and I'm like, mm, we should probably turn the AC on. It's really hot. But I mean, Who turns the AC on in October, right? So... Still... Having no
0: idea at this point None. that this, this was just, oh, it's warm outside. Yeah, just sort of okay. the
1: room was just a little yeah. warm, and then I smelled a little smoke. Thought it was our neighbor's wood-burning stove, but um, didn't really think anything of it. Then I went back to sleep, kind of just dozing on and off. And then my little one who's six said, you know, mommy, I, I heard, I heard a, a bump, a noise. I'm like, well, oh, I, I, didn't, but okay, stay here and I'll go look. So I walked from the bedroom to the back of the house and, um, is where my studio was. I heard the fire alarm going off, the smoke alarm going off and I couldn't reach up. It's too high on the ceiling. So I went, Downstairs, to where my husband was sleeping, he had got booted out of the bed because the kids were there, so I'm trying to wake him up and uh the sky is real red now, and he he glances at it and he's like, "Oh, you yeah, know, go back to bed at sunrise now it's two a m like some, there's no sunrise at two a m right mm-hmm. so then there's no power. I looked at my cell phone, there was a message that said, "Are you okay?" And I'm thinking, why wouldn't I be? I try to call uh, my friend, but there was no service. And then um, the kids had followed us down. We kind of heard them scream. And they had said, know, yeah, mommy, daddy, the, the garden is on fire. I'm like, what? So we go downstairs to the kitchen, look outside. There are rings of fire um, on the grass. And shooting down off the roof it looked like fireworks, just embers. So at this point, I'm like, Oh, my freaking God. And I looked outside. It was red and there were embers. And so my laptop was, like, right over there where your bag is. I was like, should I get it? I had three albums worth of music that was just about to be done. I was like, I don't have time. I ran into my closet, tried to put on some clothing. The only thing that I could remember from, like, uh, from... um, Training or safety training was from some random retreat I went on before a year ago. And it was a, um, they said, Yeah, if there's ever a fire, make sure you wear sturdy shoes. So I was telling everyone, Put your shoes on, you know? And I was getting dressed and I, I started to drop down on the floor and I started to panic. I was like, I can't do this. I'm going to die. I, I, I can't do this. And uh, like I couldn't see. It was black. I couldn't find anything. And I just took, felt like 10 minutes, but I said, okay, okay, pull yourself together, you can do this. I just grabbed my wallet, grabbed my cell phone, and we went downstairs, and we just got into the car. My son didn't even have time to put his shoes on, couldn't find them in the dark. So we lived down a long driveway. We got to the top of the driveway we were barricaded in because of tree branches that had fallen and crossed over. So my husband ran out. Shoved those out of the way, gone into the car. When we got to the top of the driveway, where the level of the road is, freaking houses around us were already burned down to the foundation. They were in flames. We looked to the left, there was fire. We looked to the right, there was less fire. And we drove through, he drove through, fire. And um, he didn't have his glasses on. We live kind of out in the country, so it was a very narrow, windy road. And if you... Don't know where you're going. You're going to fall off the side of the road into the ditch. So just with you know, muscle memory, brain memory, we drove through. And it, it was the most harrowing thing because it was just gray smoke. And you could smell it a little bit in the car. And we drove through whatever that five-minute section through the fire. And on the other end was a fire truck. And we called 911 on one and we spoke to the fire truck guys. We're like, you know, there's a fire right there. Like, we know it's not safe to go in. And um, we had to straight to Oakland to save my sister who lives there. And we drove down to Oakland. Of course, the roads were impacted. And um, there was just fires all along Highway 101. It felt like you were in a horror movie. Um, it was crazy. Crazy, crazy. And uh, I just was, you know, on the way out, I was just praying that our neighbors made it out alive because their homes were gone by that time. So we were in the Tubbs fire area. It was yeah. the first fire before any formal evacuations were done. So, um, yeah, we didn't know. And then um, we got to Oakland and then we were with my sister for about a week. And then we were doing different hotels for about five weeks total and then finally it was sort of like a friend of a friend of a friend found us a rental back in Santa Rosa. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's so. amazing to hear that you found a rental. I know we, it was really Exactly. Hard.
1: It was very, very hard. Yeah. I and saw the
0: video of you yeah. um you were performing in yeah. at your house, I right? Did. Burned I with did. the yes. house burned down in the back. What was right. the name of the song? Forgive me. Dreaming. For it. Thank you. Yeah. Um it was so Really check out mm. Aki Shola and and um, check out this video of her playing uh, "Dreaming" um, with her burned down house behind mm. her. Behind her, it's a really powerful mm, thank you. Uh, song and yeah. image. Thank you. Yeah. It took
1: me about probably a month before I could go back to the house, and yeah. I got as far to like the mailbox, and I couldn't drive down to go look. I just wasn't ready. And I went back again, maybe a few weeks after and just really to give thanks because it really saved us. Mm-hmm. You know, It was a metal roof, um, which gave us, I'm sure, enough time to get out because, you know, and I and yeah, it just felt the right th- thing to do. I mean, and um, just to give thanks to that that area mm-hmm. and also to pay homage to Mother Earth. You know, a lot of this my opinion um facilitated by how we've pillaged our our earth but also part of it is the natural cycle of 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 life yeah. too and um so it really seemed fitting for me to do that video at the time that I did and it was it was demolished by FEMA probably about a week later and wow. it was just a nice way to kind of capture and
0: memorialize and give back. Yeah. Are you feeling? Um, I know that you were in the process mm-hmm. of this. You said there were three, mm-hmm. you had three albums on that computer, right? Um, <laughs> yes. You know, I are, got- <laughs> you, it, are you? Are um, you? Because you're working on a record now, right? i are working, working too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. It's been interesting because, you know, I had
1: a backup, you know, my Apple Passport. I had all my stuff backed up on it that I put in our fireproof safe, which survived. That was the only thing that survived in that house. But everything inside it incinerated because of the heat.
0: Oh, right. (laughs) Which I heard heard a lot. That happened a lot. It happened a lot up there. Yeah. So, and but, but.
1: I feel so freaking fortunate. I mean, number one, we made it out alive. Yeah, and I also believe, like, when, when you there's there's a sense of freedom, if you will, when you when you've lost so much, um, you take stock for you know. And, and and I know it sounds cliche, but it, it makes you truly appreciate what you have mm. um, and what the important things are in in life. And um it's part of that rebirth and probably I don't know two weeks after the fire I got a call from a friend he's putting on a benefit show for um, mental health and medical professionals who were f- directly impacted by the brush fires and he asked mm-hmm. me to play and open for the artist guitar and I said yeah I would love to um, but then I, after, when I hung up, I was like, oh, God, I don't have any, <laughs> I have nothing. You had no gear. No gear. Yeah. And I think I had one song written. So then all of this, you know, that was the first thing I had to get for myself. Uh, you know, uh, I got a keyboard, a laptop. That was the first thing I got post-fire and just wrote a whole bunch of songs. And uh, whatever, a week and a half later, we just put on this beautiful, healing, soulful
0: show. Oh, it was it was amazing! Yeah. It was really amazing. Yeah. I'm so glad that you and your family, yeah. that your whole family, thank you, is okay. Thank you, and thank um, you. I'm relieved. Yeah. To I'm relieved to be around you Aww. and your light. Thank you. You're you were you <laughs> definitely. I I'm not sure that. Um, I would have the capacity mm. to bring such light. Mm. Um, so, mm. congratulations! Well, That's a beautiful you. thing. It's thank a testament you. to who you are I as a human being. You know. Yeah, yeah. And I really look forward to hearing what's what's going to yeah, come out of this. Um, sure. It's just so to me. Uh, yeah. The reason I asked you to explain final beginning right. is um, knowing that right. you had lost your right. Own yeah. The eeriness I mean, the, of that. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the total eeriness of yeah. that. You know, the um yeah. uh, the the future telling of that. Right. Well, I thank wanna you. thank you so much for um for coming down You're to Oakland welcome. again.
1: You're very welcome. Always a pleasure.
0: And uh, oh, what no are you, um, what's what's coming yeah. up next for you? What? Oh, what, my God! What is happening?
1: This morning, NPR Music Tiny Desk Contest announced that I'll be one of the performing artists with the, showcasing the winner. Oh, so my God, So we'll be playing Eki. at the Lagunitas Petaluma <gasps> with that it.
0: dreaming video. Kicking it old school. <laughs> yeah, Thank Eki. You.
1: Wonderful Thank news. you. Oh,
0: my God. So when so, is that? Um,
1: June 11th. The,
0: Outstanding. Yeah, yeah. So deserved. So, thank you. So I love NPO. This is deserved. like a huge honor. So that's Oh, that's yeah. we're just gonna we're gonna leave it with that. <laughs> Eki, thank you so much for being here. We really loved having you. You're welcome. It's been <laughs> such a pleasure. Visit her online at E-K-I-S-H-O-L-A That's Eki dot com. You've been listening to Grab'em by the Songs, the podcast. To learn more about us, visit us online at Grab'em dot com.